Hello, Wildcard Weekend is now in the books and we were treated to some wonderful displays of defence whilst Jackson and Parkey have an absolute nightmare. All the wildcard action, plus power rankings and the start of the BBW postseason quiz. All this and more on this week's Bill Belichick's World. Welcome, one and all, to uh, the Wildcard Weekend edition of Bill Belichick's World. My name is Johnny Frash, and I'll be guiding you through our humble podcast, reviewing all the action from the NFL over the last week. Please, before we start, go look us up on social media. We're, uh, please interact with us. We're on Twitter, at Belichick's World. We're on Facebook, at Bill Belichick's World Podcast. And, of course, uh, we are on our website at www.billbelichick'sworld.com. Dot com. Leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Joining me this week uh, in the doghouse, I have Gilo, Fourth and Inches, and Griff. Sadly, uh, Jimmy G isn't with us as he's meeting with some big wigs from uh, NFL UK. No, he honestly, he really is. So, um, eight out of 12 playoff teams are in action this weekend. Four have gone home already. Four now going to the divisional round of the postseason. So, let's dive in and see who is still alive in the Super Bowl race and who has as much hope as the Oakland Raiders. So, let's start off with the all AFC South clash between Texans and the Colts. Fourth and inches, if you please. Now, the Colts beat the Texans 21 to 7. And I think that was a defensive masterpiece by the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. So I think the other thing that kind of screamed out of this game for me was Andrew Luck is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. One of or currently the best quarterback in the league? I mean, he's no foals, but he's... Uh... <laughs> I would contend that right now, at this stage in the season, he is currently the best quarterback it's between him and Drew Brees. Okay. I'd say right now, the the player's still active. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson would have been in that mix, but obviously they're out. So I think it's between Brees and and Luck. Um, I think they're a, a similar level. I'd, I'd have either player in my team every day. Um, for age purposes, you'd take Luck, but that'd be it. I think you have to, when you look at Brees, I mean, if, if you gave Luck Michael Thomas... Yeah, or just a, any second receiver. Anybody who's not Dontrell Inman. <laughs> who's, who scored? Yeah, who's and if he gave Russell Wilson Andrew Luck's O-line. Uh, you yeah, know. Imagine how good he would be. That, that O-line was incredible. Uh, it was the best O-line versus the what would you would have thought a few weeks ago would have been the best D-line. And the, they absolutely crushed him. Yeah, they did. I mean, last season the Colts gave up, I think, 52 sacks. This season they led the league. Uh, They've only given up 18, including the postseason. So that's a proper rebuilding job that they've done with the O-line at the Colts. And it's done exactly what Andrew Luck needed, which is given him time to stand in the pocket. You don't want to see Andrew Luck scrambling like he was three years ago, which started off all his injury problems. You've got to keep him clean. And then he is Drew Brees good. You know, that's where he's at. This is Andrew Luck should be the player we're looking at over the next 10 years to be the new Drew Brees, the new Tom Brady. He should be leading that band of... Yeah, he's what, 28, is he? 27, 28. Yeah, Yeah. so he's got 10, 10 years years left. Yeah. Yeah. So assuming he doesn't get any more catastrophic injuries, let's not forget that he hadn't played for nearly two years 
or year and a half. That might do him good in in the long run. In six years' time, that might do him some yeah. do him some good having a couple of years off. I'd like to refer back to uh, Fourth and Inch's first point though. Um, so this season, right? Uh, Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins, has only had two games where he's not had 50 yards minimum. Both of them against the Colts. Week 14, 36 yards. This game, 37 yards. They're the only team that have stopped him. Yeah, I think that's you know definitely a point. And also the running games. Both teams were just markedly different, weren't they? So Lamar Miller... 18 yards on five carries. Yeah, and he's, he's just done nothing at the second half of the season. Mm. He's been a bit disappointing all season, if we're honest. Yeah. And that's... You know, probably Houston's one glaring issue is their they know, O-line in their run um, game. What's his name? Is it Deonta Foreman? They, they activated yeah. him, didn't they, midway yeah. through the season, but he never really got going. But I think he is a good prospect, and I'll be surprised if Miller is considered the first choice there next season if he's there at all. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, that's definitely been not from, uh, an issue for him. The O-line's bad. Watson's going backwards a lot of the time, you know, so he's not getting a lot of a lot yeah. of holes to run through. How many times was through. he sacked this year? Was it 62? So, if it was league lead, yeah. and I think it, it was 62. He was the most sacked quarterback in the red zone this in the he last 30 most, years of the NFL. Yeah, but he was the most sacked quarterback, sacked quarterback in, the in the league. And they had 62. the most turnovers in the red zone this season or something as well, they didn't don't. they, the, the Texans? So, yeah, it's, it, the Colts really put a marker down early in this game. Yeah. Then Mac really ran the ball very well. Clock management was good. They were able to just control that control that game, and mm. um, it was always going to be a tight divisional game. I thought home advantage might do it for the Texans, um, but clearly the Colts are, are on a run. They're in form, and and they, you know they played very well. Is that ten out of their last eleven games they've won? Not? Yeah, and I think. The, the uh, I think there's multiple people for comeback player of the year within the Colts team. So obviously you've got the obvious one in luck, but we were laughing at Eric Ebron. The, the Detroit fans were booing Eric Ebron. Can you come back if you've never been good? Uh, and he's never he was, really... He was good in college. He was good in college, but yeah, you know. He's one of only two tight ends uh, in the last five years with 14 or more touchdowns. Gronk is the other one. So he's now playing at what we would consider elite level. And he's not playing with some sort of medieval thing on his arm either, no, is he? No, he's really so not. No, no. He's <laughs> operating completely fairly. Yeah. As well, they do have like four tight ends as well that they vote to regularly during the, uh, during the, the game. So. It's because they've got no second yeah, wide but receiver. You, but yeah, but you also see some other teams do that that are very successful because the Eagles do that as well, don't they? They yeah. have, they have uh, Hurts and, then, and they have another couple as well. Yeah. So they quite often line up with, yeah. with three or four. Yeah. Um, and Patriots used to do it all the time. Yeah. yeah. Hernandez and Gronk were well, fantastic Well, it's for tandem. a couple of reasons, isn't it? One, it, it means that you've got a big guy in the middle of the field and a big guy stretching the field. But also they make great blockers as yeah. well. So um, there's, a, there's a couple of reasons why teams do it. Because it, it does you know change the, the dynamics in lots of different ways. So it's definitely an option to have. Yeah, um, what I wanted to know with regards to this game, does anyone feel the Texans might have wasted J.J. Watt's last good year? Bear in mind, over the last two seasons, he played eight games total. This year, he played all 16 games and had 16 sacks, 17 sacks. I think he's got a couple more years yeah. on him. And he, he has had a couple of... I think having a full season has been really good for him. You know, he's going to be fit going into the preseason. I think you're going to get at least next year out of him, you would hope. You can never know with injuries, but... You'd like to think that he's got a good couple of years to go. Um, I saw an interesting stat because 
when I was watching the game, they were complaining that you know he was batting passes down, but not getting to the quarterback. But he had the most batted passes um, since like 2011 in the whole of the NFL. Oh, really? JJ Watt. Yeah, really? most of he, he's got to the most deflected. He's forced the most deflected passes in that time. I don't know how many that would be. I can't remember. It did come up on the screen, but I thought it was interesting. Yeah, because not many players get that many, do they? I thought he only had like four or five over the season, but no. But I mean, in, no, I mean in the period of time from 2011 oh, to now, yeah. he has the most in the league. I think even if JJ Watt was at 75 percent, 75 percent JJ Watt would get into most teams in the league. It was um, the week before. I mean, I know he was against the Jags, but he was playing on one arm, and he still tore the Jags apart. So I th- I think we we we're not seeing the end of JJ Watt just yet. And that's a that's a tough draw, isn't it? Because I think if you're honest, they'd have beaten probably the Chargers or the Ravens that Texans team. I think they'd have beaten the Ravens. I'm not sure they'd have beaten the Chargers, but <clears throat> but yeah, it I, would have been. You know, they came up against the best team in Wild Card Weekend. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they did. Despite yeah. winning their division. Oh, absolutely! They they got unlucky with with you know. It's uh, and also the fact that it was an inter uh, interdivisional game. You know, the Colts knew exactly what the Texans were going to do, and they executed very well. It was a perfect game. I mean, that was the first hundred yard rusher the Texans have allowed all season. Uh, max hundred and forty eight yards were the most ever in the postseason by a Colts running back. And you think how many times Indianapolis went to. The playoffs in the 2000s, yeah. with, um, you know, no one's ever done it. So, Not even Frank Gore. Not even the mighty Hall of Famer Frank Gore. Yeah. Morning, Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I thought this was incredible uh, performance from the Colts and worrying from a fan of another AFC team. I, I think the Colts are really on a charge. So who? Yeah, do they go the? Do they go to Foxborough or no? The Chargers no, no, go, go to, to Foxborough. Foxborough, so they go to, to the. Oh God, they're going to um, Kansas, aren't they? Kansas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that'd be a great game. Um, well, well let, do you want to? Move? No, no, you fire on. I'm just wondering. Do, do, uh, what, what, do you not think that'd be a good game? I I wonder whether we might see the Chiefs completely outclassed. Mm. Because I think Mahomes could get in trouble against this defence and we know the Chiefs haven't got a defence we've been saying that all year this, this, and, I yeah. think I think this could easily be a a, a shootout a shootout yeah I, I do think I'm not so sure. we'll see I, I, I'll think about it we're going to come to our picks later on but I think this is a different Andy Reid playoff team as well because the Chiefs in the playoffs have been playing in the first week they've been wildcard and they've been getting through in the last few years with Smith I think giving them a, giving them a rest, giving them a week, giving them a week to study the tapes and see what the Colts are going to do, it'd be interesting. I'd still personally go for the Colts, but yeah, be interesting. I think now I think it's going to be fascinating. We'll, we'll get onto that later. Um, so let's move on to the other AFC wildcard clash. The uh, Chargers travel to the Ravens. Gilo. Do you want to take us through this? Yes, I would love to take you through this. Griff's given me this game, so I get to talk about... All um, random. <laughs> so I get to talk about Philip Rivers, um, but not for too long because he didn't have very much to do with this game. So um, <laughs> It's true, he didn't have much to do. Just no, that one clutch first down that he needed to get. Oh, brilliant, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so obviously the Chargers did win this game. Uh, 23 to the Ravens 17 the Ravens scored all of those points in the fourth quarter after being terrible um, so it was it was a real shame I think this game was just really poor it was over and done yeah. with really early 
you know, Ravens. I think the Ravens are unbeaten in games that they've had more turnovers than their oppositions. Yeah, yeah. And they just kept turning the ball over. <laughs> Lamar Jackson thought it was a good idea to just throw the ball on the floor a lot. Um, well, didn't he have more uh, fumbles and interceptions in the first half than he had completions? Three to two. I think up until the fourth quarter, they're in um, negative minus yards yeah, in, t- yards, in the air, yeah. which was the first time ever in playoffs. If that, if you no team's ever done that before, um, and. I, it's interesting. He ended up throwing for more yards than Rivers. Yeah, at the end of the game when they had garbage no choice. Time. Yeah, garbage yards. But it, they just Chargers knew that you know they needed what three touchdowns in in the last eight minutes or something. The Ravens they just had no chance. It was onside kicks. This a little bit of drama for a minute or so. But yeah, I, I think you know, and this is the risk with Mahomes. You know, is that you don't know how these young quarterbacks are gonna is gonna react. It was obviously too much for Lamar Jackson because he was just throwing the ball everywhere, wasn't he? You know, all over the floor. <laughs> you know, um, I think we, I feel like we've really talked about this, but uh, you know, it's just it's it's saying I can't let go. Just in case we have already talked about this, I, I just feel that Lamar Jackson just kind of didn't have any ideas. It's just if the play he was going for wasn't there, his only option was to just run and just hope for the best. They, and you you can't do that against the Chargers, D. We couldn't this week because they brought all the safeties forward, didn't they? They had safeties yeah. playing at linebacker. Yeah, all three of them. Yeah, um, that was that was an amazing trick. Yeah, yeah, it was a brilliant. Was it Gus Bradley? Yeah, the former Jags coach. Because did they not steal it from the Jags? They might well have. Done. I, I believe they did steal it from the Jags. And well, yeah, they only played a few weeks. ago. And they were just so quick into the holes. Yeah. You know, and sometimes that's the best way to be. <laughs> sometimes that's the only way to be. But you know, to go to one of Griff's little questions that he likes to to write down for me: Can Lamar be as good as Russell Wilson or Cam Newton? No, fifty no, fifty. No, no, no. <laughs> if there's any justice in the world, John. <laughs> wow, that's an obscure reference. But no, the, an- the answer is no. I think he's he's limited. I think he is very limited. Um, and, and you know, yeah, another one, one other one of your little questions: Should he have turned to Flacco? One hundred percent, yes. And it was interesting. People were talking about long-term relationship with a quarterback and all this kind of crap. Like this Ravens team is not going to have that many chances, I don't think, to go to the Super Bowl. No, no. And I think this was a terrible, terrible decision. They needed to change something to make the Chargers have to change something. Mm. Because the, the the Chargers no won that game. game. It was terrible. But do you feel that? Do you feel that Joe Flacco would have done any better? Yes. I feel it would have made the Chargers work harder. I, I think it would have changed the dynamic. It, it would have had to. They would have made them think again. And I think the Ravens should have showed some sort of due diligence and gone into that game with two different game plans: one for Jackson and one for Flacco. They play. They pay Flacco like twenty-six million dollars a year. I have to entirely agree with Gary. I think he's absolutely spot on. I think the, the oh, failure to turn to Flacco at half-time or at very minimum the end of the third quarter, but probably at half-time. I think he should have been in within five minutes of the third quarter to give them a chance. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I get about all this long-term stuff, but how many quarterbacks have never made it back into the playoffs? A lot. <coughs> how, how many quarterbacks have been dumped after two or three years? A first, lot. It's his first season. For any coach going to him, look, today you're just not getting it. So it's the playoffs. I don't. I don't think it was even like he. He was nervous, certainly, and he he calmed down in the second half. And 
you know, probably good for his development to stay in the game. Don't get me wrong, because he did have some positives at the end of the at the end of the game. But it's about the franchise. It's not about Lamar Jackson. I'm not sure Lamar Jackson is going to be good enough. You know, he might be, but that might be me being harsh. But I don't think Marcus Mariota is good enough, and I think he's more like Marcus Mariota than anything else. Yeah, that's a fair you, comparison. You can be an athletic quarterback in like high school, college, because you can just run past people. Uh, but for, in the pros. You need you need to be able to combine it. You know, Russell Wilson scrambles, but it's because he's looking to pass it. If the Saints can use all sort, if the Saints can take Drew Brees out to put Hill in, that's the Saints. They've got Drew Brees, and they still like to mix it up to to have you know different options for the opposition. If the Saints can do it, why do the Ravens just need to keep running Lamar Jackson at some safeties they, they like, over and over again? Oh, no, again. Paying then, a man twenty six million dollars to model a big coat, and then we'll just we'll just punt we'll just keep punting the ball. Then Lamar can throw it on the floor, and then we'll punt the ball again. It was just madness. Like, just even if you tried it for a set of downs, and then put Lamar Jackson back in, just mess around with like you you were so far behind, you could do what you wanted. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's like in cricket when they bring on some random guy who doesn't normally bowl to yep. bowl one over, and he always always gets yep. a wicket because the batsmen are like. What's this? I'd, yeah. it, it probably would have worked. He did get some yards and some touchdowns late on, but that's because the Chargers switched off, which concerns me for their hopes going to Foxborough. The thing... I don't think it means anything at pa- all. The, we'll come on to this, but the Patriots are definitely going to beat the Chargers. Well, we'll see. But the thing with what they were talking about, the, the lack of turn to Flacco, was on the TV they were saying, well, perhaps Harbour doesn't want to damage the quarterback going forward. If you're that fragile that you can't be told... You know, look at your stats. It's not happening. We're putting Joe in. We might as well try something. If you're that fragile, you're not going to last anyway. No matter. I understand if you're not getting it. And all right, I'm really sorry. We're going to bring in Taylor Heineke. Yeah, or Nate <laughs> Peterman's coming on for but you. We're going to bring on that guy who you that guy who was Super Bowl MVP a few years ago. I, I, I could understand. Yeah, that, that guy who used to play play Madden. He used mm. to be Joe you know, Flacco. Mm. Yeah, do you remember that? He used to throw the ball a long way into yeah. the end zone. Do you remember the end zone? You, need, yeah. <laughs> you know how we need three touchdowns and we've got a guy in the team whose specialist is throwing the ball far down the field. It's as a if, as a coach, if you can't go. You do realise you haven't had a pass completion in two hours. (laughs) (laughs) Two hours. Two hours of real time between completions. Uh, I like Lamar Jackson. I I don't mind that he appears limited at the moment. I think at at least another year. You've always been a Lamar Jackson fan. You wanted the Patriots to take him, didn't you? I would have been delighted if we'd have taken him. If he'd have sat behind Brady for two years, I'd have been delighted with that. Uh, I think he's definitely started playing a year too early. He was never... They thought Flacco was going to play... But the fact that they've kept him in ahead of RG3 says that they are dedicated to him. They just made a mistake in the playoffs. Harbour has chose to ride with him when he really shouldn't. I think Harbour should go after that. Yeah. I think that's him done. He won't, but I think he should. They got in 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 the last minute and they completely messed up that opportunity. They did. And I think he should go. I reckon... The sticking with Jackson was Harbour making his claim for next year. He's basically said to them, you can't fire me. I've just got a new quarterback and, you know, I'm changing things around. Because swapping Flacco for Jackson, that was his last min- last chance. I'm not sure I'd want to be there if I was him, though, with the big Ray Lewis show. I think if, he, if yeah. I was him, I'd be trying to get to the Browns. Well, well there's much yeah. talk of the Jets wanting Harbour. Would you not rather want to coach Darnold than Lamar Jackson? 
Definitely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So if I was Harbaugh and the Jets called, I'd say I was interested. Other than that, he should stay there because he has a lot of goodwill. You know, it'd been three consecutive years they hadn't made the playoffs and there was... We talked a little bit about him having to go. A few other places have talked a little bit about him having to go, but it's never really been a Harbour out situation. He has a lot of goodwill there. So it wasn't that long since he won the Super Bowl, was it? You no, know, you get five, a bit of six time. years. It's like twenty fourteen, wasn't it? Yeah, twenty thirteen. Twenty third February twenty thirteen. Yeah, so yeah. six years, effectively. Oh yeah, I forget it's twenty nineteen. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> we're getting old. But do you remember, you remember that game where all the lights went out and the 49ers didn't win? Yeah, you oh, do. Just just check. <laughs> Cheating, oh, but yeah. I was speaking of the Ray Lewis <laughs> thing, by the way. That is ridiculous, right? We're all in agreement that he should probably just be quiet. Yeah. Okay. He's a murderer. Allegedly. Oh no, no, no he, he is. is. He's a murderer. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, that's the face of a franchise. Michael Badgley. <laughs> Mike, Michael Badgley for the for the Chargers. Quickly moving on, because not often that I have to move everybody else on, is it? The kicker for the Chargers. Yeah, so Griff is being the sensible one here. What's no, happening? I'm, no, I'm being pretty sensible. I don't think a murderer should be... The, it's like getting Hernandez to come and be the GM of the Patriots. <laughs> but <laughs> but struggle to, now. You'd have to reanimate him first. <laughs> yeah, but you, you get my point. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, we do. Uh, Badgley, the kicker for the Chargers. So for the last two or three years, we've laughed at the Chargers' struggles for kicking. How many field goals since week six when he came in has Badgley missed? One. Is the career missile it is missed. one uh, he has been the difference for the Chargers this season I think kickers are worth a lot in this game as we're going to see when we get to the Bears game in a few minutes and he might be the difference maker because they look dead confident they, they just wheel him out there Rivers didn't have a, what did he get 160 yards Rivers didn't have a particularly great game at all didn't of course he didn't it was a playoff no, game didn't yeah, well, <laughs> absolutely he had the one clutch first down play and that allowed Badgley to score, and that's all that I'm waiting wait for you to drop this stat that is uh, that is uh, the the pointless stat you've put in here about him yeah, yeah. having never lost a wild card game. He's four for four. Yes, but he's still got no rings. No, no, none so at all. That is the most pointless stat I've ever seen. I, I literally <laughs> just put it in there for you. That's all it's in there for. It made me angry when I read it. I didn't even need to write that down as if I wouldn't remember that, but I just put it in there for you, really. I've not even put it in brackets at the end. Clutch. <laughs> Yeah, there's a whole page of stats. Uh, yeah. There is. It's That's all nice. there for you. I looked at everything tonight. Um, big thing for the Chargers: Hunter Henry back. He's he's been activated. This is this is good news, right? They're going to have for everyone but Stephen A. Smith. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> but moving forward, if they can use him sparingly against the Patriots and then they get through and they have him for the final two games, that's a massive weapon to get back. Who's fresh? Yeah, yeah but then they're not, yeah. not going to be but Patriots. Gordon. He was in and out that game. Yeah, absolutely. He is not fit. And the Patriots, Belichick will find a way, you know, a snake or something to... Like, <laughs> a snake? In, in, yeah, there's loads of them in New England. Um, it's cold in Massachusetts, don't you know? But, you know, he'll find any way possible of just, like... He's probably got somebody with a shotgun, like, just roaming around, like, San Diego. They've just, like, they've just activated Tonya Harding. But... <laughs> 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 Jeff Gilgooley is on standby for... Uh, you wouldn't for be surprised Patriots. at all if, you know, if they target so Gordon early. Do we think the Chargers can win without Gordon? No. No. Because Eckler doesn't seem to have been able to carry it the second half of the season. No. Uh, that's, I, I am in agreement. It, they have said he's going to be fit to play this week, but he looks limited, doesn't he? Yeah. Like the knee is not He's good. got problems with his knees, yeah. Uh, I, that is, I think, their biggest problem. But the, I, I have to say I've been impressed by the, the Chargers' defence this they, year. They've been good on the road. 
and they've been good. Yeah, they've only lost at home, haven't they? Yeah, home. I think they've lost. They've lost once away, oh, okay. haven't they? Um, but they are good away. But I don't know that they'll score enough points against the Patriots to win. I can't see any celebrations in the Carson City IKEA over the the next week. I'm, I'm not confident enough to make the the tattoo bet again. <laughs> well, well, well <laughs> seeing as we're now talking about this, uh, let's you know go to what what's written down here. What do we think? These are the matchups: the Colts at the Chiefs and the Chargers at the Patriots. So, who's taking Colts over the Chiefs? I am taking Colts over the Chiefs. I'm taking the Colts over the Chiefs. You've got the Colts in your in the sweep tech, haven't you? I'm getting your money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take the Chiefs because I've got them in the sweepstake. Of course. And I don't, th- I don't think, uh, however good the Colts' defense is, <coughs> I don't think you keep my Mahomes in that attack quiet for long enough. I think if they really want to, they'll go just bang, bang, bang. They'll score 21 points. And I don't think the Colts will catch. I am going to take the Chiefs. I think the teams are very evenly matched. I think the Colts have got a better defence, but I think it will be a 30-odd points each game, which I think means the Chiefs will win. And I also think it's very difficult to go away two weeks in a row. Oh, and, yeah. and, that's, oh, and that's my um, that's my main reason. Um, that I'd, It's very difficult to do that. Yeah. No matter how what form you're on, the Chargers will have the same issue. To go away and play high pressure playoff football two weeks in a row is very difficult. Yeah, I agree. Uh, what about then Chargers travelling to Foxborough to, to face the Patriots? I, I, I will say I have the Chargers in the sweepstake and I am taking the Chargers. I, I don't think the Patriots will win this. You're the only one who's got any kind of. You're the only person who's got a team left that they support in the playoffs and you're going against them. Yeah, but I picked this from the start. I said, whoever they play, they're going to struggle to beat. I don't think we've, we've got it going. I think the Patriots win this game. I do. I, think, I do. I don't think the Chargers <laughs> look... I don't think the Chargers' defence looked great against the Ravens, against mm. Lamar Jackson, mm. not against Belichick and Brady and Gronk. And, you know, it's not the same thing. And Edelman, it's not, it's not the same. And you're forgetting the cheating. Don't forget the cheating. And the cheating <laughs> and the snakes and everything. So, like... <coughs> I, I think the Pats will have enough, but I don't think they'll be able to score enough points to beat the Chiefs. So I that's kind of how I see it. Not away at the Chiefs. So I think yeah. because they're not the number one... If they were the number one seed, I'd still have the Pats to go to the Super Bowl. We, we beat the Chiefs at Foxborough earlier in the season, didn't we? Yeah, not uh, Arrowhead. No, not Arrowhead. I think we, we took Mahomes apart in the first half and then he played brilliantly in the second half. I would agree with you. If we get through, I don't think we can overturn whoever comes out of the other game. I think, think if, if you play the Colts at home and the Colts have to go on the road for a third game in a row, I think you win that. Yeah, I'm not sure that matters. I, 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 that's why I've put home advantage down here because I picked, I think, all the away teams on this side of the bracket um, when we did our picks and, and I wasn't far off. Anyway, I can't lose this game because I've got the Chargers for the money or the Patriots for the glory, so I, I can't actually lose. The Chargers won't win you any money. No. So you might as well try like and it. stick with the glory. <laughs> <laughs> It's a fair comment. I think the Pats. It's 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 now Belichick and Brady territory. They're in the playoffs. I think it's uh, Philip Rivers. Is, is <laughs> I knew it. Like, I knew it. I like, like, honestly, I knew it was he's go. just a complete underachiever. Just like it just goes on year after year. It's like just one of these life's nearly men. 
He's, 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 he's going to win absolutely nothing. He's going to walk around a little hat going, oh, I won the division. That's it. He's that, guy, he's that guy in your office who's terrible. Oh, but he's been here for years. You can't get rid of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Griff has asked, uh, who is the best quarterback left? Oh, Rivers, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, out of luck, Mahomes, Rivers and Brady, who is currently the best quarterback left out of those four? On current form, luck. Current form, luck. I, uh, right now, if you test me to pick, I'd want Mahomes. I'll take luck. So I, I think I would take luck. Yeah. But I'd like more offensive weapons around him. Oh, yeah, If yeah. I could have luck at luck Kansas. At the Chiefs, Christ almighty. Yeah. 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 All right, yeah, that's fair. Uh, my point is, I don't think either of the two older quarterbacks are... I mean, Brady was barely in the top 10 of quarterbacks this year. Yeah. I think Rivers was about six, something like that, six or seven. But it uh, won't be Brady that wins that game. It'll be situational yeah, management game of the game yeah. by the coaches and Belichick alongside Brady that wins it. Mm-hmm. It won't be, you know, Brady goes out there and, you know, because he just doesn't do that anymore. No, he's the ultimate game manager now. Just don't cock it up, basically. He's always got to yeah. do. And there's nothing wrong with that. And actually, the last game of the regular season was one of his best games of the year. He threw like four touchdown passes, scrambled around, made himself some space. But but with the division you're in, he oh, only yeah. has to play five games a year. Well, <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. Uh, I'm not. I'm not arguing it. I and think he's got his right. vacation in Miami every year. Yeah, he so. eats his avocado ice cream. You know, yeah. sleeps with Giselle. Cracks on. Okay, well, let's move on to the uh, NFC now, and uh, a, t- t- a titanic struggle between two teams who are better on defence than offence. So, uh, obviously, this was the highest scoring game of the weekend. Griff, what did you make of the Seahawks against the Cowboys? Uh, <laughs> I thought that this was not going to be the way this game would go, and I was entirely surprised that the Cowboys pulled this off. I thought with the better quarterback and two relatively well-matched defences, I thought the better quarterback would shine through. And it leads me to say, in a team set up in a specific way, just how much is Dak actually worth? Because they do win. So, there's been a lot flying around on the internet before this game around whether Dak was the new Russell Wilson. Because if you actually look at their stats after three years, Dak had more passing yards... He had a similar passer rating, um, similar number of victories as well. Yeah. And and it's actually um, really quite scary to see three years in, they are very closely matched in their development as new quarterbacks in the league. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they have slightly different styles, but a lot of people are saying he's on par to be as good in a slightly different way as Russell Wilson. There's yeah. a lot of that out there. I, I, I know a lot of people pull John's face, which is Yeah, ugly. I don't see it, but I'll tell you what I do see. I see a player that, in the first half of every game, I think, what is he really contributing? And in the second half of every game, I see, oh, okay, he does that. He runs, he runs, he runs, and then he unleashes his great pass. And I think since he's had Amari Cooper, it really shows up. Uh, and maybe he doesn't quite elevate the game the way Russell Wilson does, but if he can be good enough to pick out the other good players, he'll get similar results. And he's going to get paid because this is his contract year, isn't it? Yeah, he's yeah. going to get paid. We're looking at what twenty, twenty-two million, something like that. He's yep. going to, and the Cowboys have got to get this right because if they pay him too much, they won't be able to put those other pieces around him because they're going to have to pay Zeke, and they they've got Amari Cooper and they need to keep him, so they can't go overboard with this. But he can be 
there for the next five or six years, no problem, and they will win games. Yeah, I, I think the franchise have decided that you know he is going to be the quarterback. Mm. He hasn't. He's been to the playoffs twice in three years. Yeah, you got at one point midway through the season, he had the most wins over a three-year period out of yeah. any quarterback. That's in, what I'm saying. That's why NFL, a lot of people yeah. are saying he he is he is the new Russell Wilson in terms of what he's going to be able to achieve. Yeah, and I think that Cowboys defense is very good, underrated but very good. Very good. The O line has has improved. Um, so I. I hate, me to, I hate to say it, but the Cowboys look okay. So does Jason Garrett deserve the praise for writing the chip? Because at the start of the season, we were saying he's, he's got to go. I think to a man, we pretty much said, if Jerry Jones wants to win a Super Bowl, he's got to get rid of Jason Garrett. I know I did. And we did this season before with Sean Payton, two, three games in, we were saying, mm, it's time uh, for him to go. <laughs> I think yeah? it's, it's luck as well as judgment here, because if the mm. Skins had kept Smith and were on the trajectory they were on... I, maybe they wouldn't have made it. And I entirely agree with you. I th- yeah, I think Alex Smith's leg break has saved Jason Garrett. But cause, and I, I, I'll hold my hands up. My prediction for the year was I said Jason Garrett will be the first coach you sacked. You did? With a huge accent in the league. I know, but I, and there were, he's been on the hot seat since week four. Yeah. And they're going to be in the uh, divisional round of the playoffs. No, I, I think I think he's done a good job with what he was given. Halfway through the season, it didn't look pretty. And then all of a sudden, he was given the break, if you like, the luck of whatever. Yeah. And he's done the best you can do with that. Do you know what, as well? I've been saying, I was saying a few weeks ago, I didn't think the Steelers were going to make the playoffs because I don't look like a team. Mm. This Cowboys, they look like a team. They are fighting for each other. And like the way they reacted after Hearns' injury as well, like that's that was that's grim, by the way. Oh, that's, yeah. they're, they're, they are a team. They're playing for each other. Your foot should never flop right. around like that. He, that oh, I think Garrett was two injuries away from the sack. So yeah. Zeke, yeah, yeah. Zeke had been injured, and Alex Smith hadn't been injured. They wouldn't have made the playoffs. No, um, and that would have been a real issue. He, he wouldn't. He no way he'd have kept his job, and. Oh, you know he's got to just run with this, and he's just got to just use his momentum, go as deep into the playoffs as they can, and then next year make sure they build properly because he has got time now. Is this, he can say he's been to the playoffs twice in three is years? Is this the similar thing to when uh, Drew Bledsoe got injured and Brady had to play, and it basically saved Belichick's job that Brady was good, and they got into the playoffs and they went on and they won and. Is it the same thing for Garrett? If he rides this in the right direction, is this the moment we look at and go, Alex Smith got his leg broken, Garrett kept his job, and then the Cowboys were good for the next five years? Is, is that the potential we're looking at? I think potentially, yeah. Because that division has been very up and down. Yeah, yeah. The Eagles came out of nowhere last year. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cowboys, were they slipped back from the previous year. And then, you Don't know... The, the Giants, they're always crap. The skins have been yeah. terrible. Yeah. So... So you've had quite... It's, that division is open for mm-hmm. someone to own it. And we we thought that was going to be the Eagles and they had a really poor start. They don't look quite as solid everywhere as, as they looked like they were going to be this year. Running back at the at the Eagles seems a real issue. Yep. The Giants don't seem to know what direction they're heading in. Well, they so do. I think there's they a do. great... They just give the ball to Saquon and hope for the best. Yeah, but it only lasts so long, doesn't it? Well, they're, in a, they're going to be... I think they're going to be massive defensive rebuild... Uh, this year for the Giants so another transitional year another yeah. year of Eli yeah uh, definitely another year of Eli I, I'm almost certain of that so that that division is open 
for a real that's going to be a pretty much a two horse race I think for the next two years I think the skins had a chance Alex Smith may never be a player again let alone the same player yeah again. true yeah so we don't know, we don't even know if the guy can walk yet. You know, well, he can't. They, I, they're I think, keeping it very private. That, that doesn't sound good. I don't no. think. I think the the way to find out if Prescott is at the level of Wilson, Wilson has two championships and a Super Bowl ring. So, and I think that's what sets Wilson apart from me. So from you, from me personally, I think there's a player, few differences yeah. between you and Russell Wilson. But you know, yeah. How many championship rings have you got? I meant Prescott, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what sets him apart from Prescott. If, I think they've they've got a good chance. They they are, they're a you confident team. You couldn't look less like Dak Prescott if you were going out of your way to not look like Dak Prescott. But if we have a similar does, hairstyle. If anyone does want a Rafa Benitez lookalike, <laughs> Paul is available at uh, five pound an evening. Five pounds now. Yeah, it's, it's gone down. Oh wow! <laughs> it's been a lean few months. Uh, I, I asked I asked this off air. I want to know if anybody thinks. The Cowboys' success is good for football. No, 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 no. Thank you. For you or for football in general? Go oh, right for me. Because no. my point was, like, I said to these guys, it's like Real Madrid playing in the Champions League or Brazil playing in the World Cup final. More people watch. And I think it's the same with the Cowboys if they get to the Super Bowl. I think more people watch. See, I, I said to Griff that I would argue that there are a number of dynasties that are important to the game. So I would say the Cowboys are important to the game. I'd say the Steelers, the Packers the Niners and now the Patriots as well as the Cowboys they are the teams that have the biggest following mm-hmm. you know Jim saw some data around the most website hits you know for example in the UK and the Patriots are miles ahead yeah because people just glory support yeah? it's true and it is true yeah it is true of course it is you know I support the Niners because I played with the Niners on Madden when I was a kid because they were the best team mm-hmm. so in my own little glory way, that's that's yeah, why yeah. I supported the Niners. So I support the Giants because the first proper game of NFL I saw was them winning the Super Bowl against the Patriots. Yeah, so so that you know, lots of people do these things, but I think there is there is definitely a core of of great teams, and you can normally tell because when they pick the the Sunday schedules for yeah. America's game, they often will pick. Packers versus Niners or Cowboys versus Niners or Patriots ver- is if they can get some of those big matchups they will always be on TV because there is a number of dynasties and and you've got to accept that the Steelers and the Packers are in that. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Just wondered what you thought. No, uh, fair enough. Well, so uh shall we move on? Oh, actually no. You put I, I we've mentioned that here you've got the about the, the trades. And I think that's a good question, so I'm going to beat it back. Oh, sorry, for Amari Cooper. But we've seen more high se- mid-season high-cost trades following Cooper's emergence. So he cost a first-round pick, and I think he's been more than worth a first-round pick. And I think this might see other teams next year look and think, we're one player away from squeaking into the playoffs or one player away from elevating our quarterback, pull the trigger, because you don't know what you're getting out of the draft. You don't. Yeah. I think this comes down to urgency. And the need of urgency. So, if you're Carl Shanahan, sat on a seven-year contract, mm. and you've got a lot of injuries, and you know where you're heading, you're happy with your strategy, that's one thing. If you are Jason Garrett, about to lose your job, so if you spend that pick on Amari Cooper, it goes wrong. It's not going to be your pick anyway. So, you've got less to lose. So, I think it comes down to 
GMs and head coaches that are working with urgency, they, they will be prepared to take more risks. So teams still have to understand that the drafting in the first round allows you to take emerging great talent and pay them as rookies for a period of time, which allows you to develop your franchise in a wider way. So I think just by trading out of the first round for established stars is a very, very risky thing. Say Amari Cooper had broken his leg, then you have not only, you know, got a very expensive wide receiver not playing, you've also then lost that opportunity to, to develop your franchise. So it's a very high risk strategy. But it's high reward, you know, getting potentially. Yeah. And you look at Prescott needed a receiving option, and if you can get a receiving option like Cooper, who was yeah. demotivated in Oakland, then yeah, high reward. When you said it was uh, a case of urgency, I wasn't thinking about Jason Garrett. I was thinking about Jerry Jones. He's 77, 78. He wants to see his team win Super Bowls. And he, whether you like it or not, the really. Pe- rich is, people do live into their 90s. They normally. do, but. <laughs> they do, but. He wants to see it now. He's had what? When, when was the last time they won it? 96. Yeah. He had 22 years since the last time they won it. He wants to win it now and he's willing to pay what it takes, do what it takes to win it because he can and because it's urgent for him. So yeah, that's and, that, what and that's what I think it's about. I think it's about urgency. And you're never going to have normally, not normally going to have that many top quality wide receiver ones running back number ones available in the middle of the season. No, because the Raiders will have got rid of them all by now. Yeah, but who else is out there shopping their best wide receiver? No one. Uh, the Steelers, well, Steelers maybe. <laughs> no, but in the middle of the season. Well, no, no one. Well, the Lions did with Golden Tate. That yeah, but didn't work quite as well. But and, and, and I'm sure Golladay was targeted more than Tate at the time. Uh, mm. Probably, but I think Tate still had the most yards after catch in the league. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's rare, and that this season there were two. They are the two that yeah. it thinks Cooper and Tate. So, but I just wonder whether and teams, Mac. teams, sorry, well, not mid season. No, that was pre season, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, anyway, I just thought it was, I thought it was interesting. Uh, but just occasionally, uh, I'll come up with something interesting. That leaves me to run through the final wildcard weekend game, uh, and that was the Eagles travelling to Soldier Field to take on uh, the defensive Goliath that is the Bears. And uh, the Eagles won sixteen to fifteen. So, yeah, are we booing it just because we remember how much we didn't like the Eagles fans? A little bit, a little bit, and a hundred percent. I really don't think they've been good enough this year to be anywhere near this stage of the competition. That shows how bad the NFC is. I'm really disappointed with the NFC. Do you know what? You look at the. But I'm not even angry about it. I'm just disappointed. You look at Eagles. You look at Cowboys. You look at Colts, the thing, the thing that those three teams all have is a absolutely superb O line. But what they don't have is Nick Foles. But yeah, it doesn't matter. But it, if if you have a great O line, if you give someone like even Nick Foles four seconds, which you know, Nick he, Foles has only lost one game this year. He's lost yeah. one game this year, and over the last two years, between December and February, is nine and zero. And he's had like a, over a hundred passer rating in every playoff game he's, he's yeah. played. Yeah, but it's one of those one of those things, you know. It's you can have stats that make someone look good. It doesn't mean not they're with Pey- good. Not with Nate Peterman, you know. It, it, All right. So here's the thing. But this is what I was talking to Paul earlier about this. Right. Let's think the unthinkable for a minute. 
and the Eagles win the Super Bowl. Foles has two consecutive Super Bowl rings. Are you staking the future of your franchise on him winning a third one or Carson Wentz winning two? So, potentially they could keep both for next year. Because, again, Carson will be in the third year of his rookie contract. Mm -hmm. So, there may be just about cap space to keep Foles if he wins another one. So, then you don't need to make that decision. But you do if you want to develop Wentz for the future because you can't have him not playing. No, let him play. But then oh, yeah. Foles loses his value. But you just do the same you've Doesn't done matter, for the last it? two years. You let Wentz play, let him get injured, and then you bring in Foles and he wins the Super Bowl. And here's my concern. <laughs> Is Wentz an injury concern all the time now? Because well, Now he's got a broken back. Yeah, well, that's it. Because yeah, don't forget, so. this is basically what plagued Romo for a long time. Yeah. And, and I'm wondering whether the Eagles will try and keep both now because I think they will want the best backup available and I think we have to agree that is Nick Foles. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, I, he threw two awful picks in the first half of this game. Didn't look remotely bothered. Not not a little bit. And I think he just thinks, I'm Nick Foles. I wonder. Nor, nor, nor did Pedersen either, though, did he? No. no. He, he, he said at half-time, I think he did all right apart from those two picks. Yeah, well, he, he did. To be fair, he was fine. He was executing, but the, the picks were bad. And when he, when he throws picks, they are always bad. But he just doesn't seem flustered. He does throw a very floaty ball, doesn't he? Yeah, he's 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 not. This is what John was saying. He's not actually good. Like you watch him, and you wouldn't say that's a good quarterback. You look at him and you think that's Nick Foles. Yeah, but you'd rather have someone who's like good. Yes, he's he's a, he's effective. He, and I tell you what, he's very good under pressure. Which I guess for Chicago is. Not wasn't a great thing. It, 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 Gary mentioned this a few times. This is a game of matchups, mm-hmm. and for the Bears, this was a bad matchup. Yeah, they just couldn't fluster. I f- I think the Bears would have beaten anyone but the Saints in this NFC, uh, apart from the Eagles. Yeah, I think you're probably right. It, it, they just could not. It, even when they hit him or they picked him off, he just wasn't bothered. And I think if they had played any of the other available teams, I think you're probably right. Yeah. Uh, it's just one of those things. It's it was a bad matchup, which is a shame for the Bears. I think you and they could have won. I mean, let's not forget they were. Yeah, I think you know. Obviously, we're going to come on to the kicker. Obviously, the Bears should have won this game. Yes. We, we seem to have missed that fact. But I'd also say I don't think the Eagles' secondary have been great all year. Well, they've been, so they've you've, been got, you've got a question injured. You know whether it was Nagy, Paul's favourite Trubisky. You know, there was an it, that offense didn't quite click either because the Eagles won with 16 points. Yeah. The Bears should be able to score more than 15 points at home, and the kicker scored nine points. And this is why we're going to come on to the kicker because okay, uh, he missed. He hit the upright and the bar with the kick with five seconds to go. Was it? I've never think. seen that before. And, and it now turns out the ball was tipped. They've zoomed in and proved the ball was touched. So that's fine, right? That for me, it's not on him. He scored nine points. He scored half the team's offensive points and it should never have come down to him if if you can't pick this Eagles secondary apart then your team is struggling offensively and what I want to know is how much more do this team need out of Trubisky to be successful next year well I think it was it was unlucky for Trubisky because he didn't there were parts of the game he was limping it looked like he was throwing off one leg he was he was in yeah was, and Trubisky has, has been a running quarterback as well this year we yeah, know he's had yeah, he's yeah. had you know He's had some very good running stats. He had more stats. yards running than Cam, didn't he? That's yeah, right, yeah. 50 of them were in the wrong direction to then score a touchdown. But I, I think, look, I, I've been a very vocal critic of Trubisky, but he looked 
he looked decent. But then any quarterback who's throwing off one leg isn't going to be as effective. You've got oh, a one-legged man in an ass kicking I contest. I think a short, tight end. Well, they had yeah. Trey Burton inactive, didn't they? There's one or two things they still need to get. I, I quite like I like Robinson. I think at wide receiver, he's very good. Yep. And I think that relationship between him and Trubisky will only get better. I think Trubisky will improve. And like you said, he was carrying a knock. Gabriel's looked better as the season's gone on for them but as well. Cohen's tiny. So this is the thing. What Anthony Miller as well, who's a fantastic wide out as a rookie. Yeah. What what more can they get out of Tariq Cohen? Because every week I watch and I think he should be the difference. He's committee, though, isn't he? It's yeah. him and Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard is your smash mouth, just go through the middle. But yeah, and Tariq Cohen is different. He's small and maybe uh, maybe mix it up. I think the- tight end. I think tight end is, is the think, big um, issue because there is no safety valve there for... Yeah, he's at the Browns. They, they basically miss <laughs> Zach Miller, don't they? They do. do you remember they, Zach Miller got his leg really badly broken? He is actually signed still and he could yeah. be back next year. Yeah, but that they, is the issue. Like, yeah. Especially with a young quarterback. You see all yeah. these new quarterbacks. You know, why do you think Kittle is ripping it up yeah. at the Niners? It's because... Kelsey from Mahomes. You've only got to throw the ball 15 yards to a guy that's going to get you another seven or eight yards by dragging two players along. They're a bit taller, so if you throw that ball a bit high, they can still reach it. If they're if they're in coverage, they're bigger and stronger, so they can still get to the ball. Yeah. And that is what Trubisky is lacking, is a great tight end. I think that's one of the big issues there. Yeah, I agree with you. I I, I think that's absolutely right. Uh, but for me, if you if you just if you just said to a Chicago Bears fan at the beginning of the season, you're going to have the number one defense in the league, and you're going to get into the playoffs, they'd have bitten your hand off. They would have. But now they got to that point, they should have won this game, and that that is the thing that they really they should have done a, a slightly better job in this game. And Nagy, for me, has been one of the one of if not the best coach of the season with some of the least effective weapons on his offense. However, will he continue can, to be the play caller as well? Yeah, I think he will. Yeah. I, think, I, th- I think he will. I don't. I don't think they're taking him out. I don't think they're going to mess with this because he's made Trubisky as much as possible into a success. And, and he, I think he will only get better. I couldn't. I could not believe when I saw that this was the first time since 1946 that the Bears had a go-ahead touchdown in the fourth quarter of a playoff game. 1946. That's crazy. It's absolutely mental. But there you go. They pulled that off. But, uh, Still lost. They did, they did. Uh, but uh, overall, people were blaming Parkey and there were some some well, awful of- things were said. And he was right. He came out afterwards and said, well, you know, you suck it up because that's my job. It wasn't on him. Not in the slightest. No, Luckily, the people of Chicago were very forgiving. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're I'm a sure, happy bunch, aren't they? Yeah, I'm sure the fact that it was tipped means they'll go lightly on him. Uh, Being a kicker in Chicago is not the easiest no, gig, is it? No, no, no. You know, they play outside on a turf pitch in the wind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah but, I, but the, off I, the coast. You know? <laughs> <laughs> or, or by a lake or something. You, know, you, like, look, you look at... The, there was... Um, they, Robbie Gould, who's at the Niners now, isn't he? Yeah. He was at the Niners. He was at the Niners, oh, but sorry. no, not now. But go on, oh, anyway. Yeah, Robbie Gould was well, the kicker at the Bears, yeah. Well, Robbie Gould is... His record since he left the Bears has got was he? I think it's like forty-eight out of forty-nine. Yeah, basically he's had a better record since leaving Soldier Field because it's difficult to kick there. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I say, Parky had one awful game this season when he hit the same post four times against the Lions. Other than that, he's not been terrible. He's been league average in a difficult place to kick, so it's not on him. Me and Gary did watch the first first bit of the game, didn't we? 
uh, on Sunday, and uh, I did. I turned around to go, and I went. I think, I think it was going to come down to Parky, and I it just, it just had this feeling about it. I don't know what it was, but and I was, and you were gut, right, a bit gutted to see it because I quite like the Bears and I fucking hate the Eagles. Is uh, Zach Ertz the best tight end in the league at the moment? Nope, no, one of, but not the best. He's who him. is the best? Kelsey, I Kelsey, Kittle is so quick as well. It's uh, I think based on the know. overall quality of the team, I'd go for Kittle. As would I, but I just wondered. I think if you look at Kittle's stats with who he's been receiving, three different from, quarterbacks, yeah. Then I think Kittle. Yeah, the only had reason, the, best season. the only reason I ask is because I think without Ertz, this Eagles team is nowhere near the playoffs, not even close. Yeah, I don't think it matters which one of the quarterbacks was playing. But it, well, he, he was uh, the difference. One of the main differences last year, because yeah, it was with, the with difference Wentz, last with year. Wentz. You know, he also. I mean, last year they also had Jeffrey and Aguilar performing at high. Uh, volume yeah. which they don't have this year. Well, they do at the moment. Jeffrey's played better. They do now because yeah. Nick Foles like, yeah. knows where the side of the pitch is. Yeah, that's yeah. very true. But uh, yeah, Ertz has, Ertz has kept that team going. But I, I think Kelsey and Kittle are better. But yeah, um, should we uh, move on? So the NFC divisional matchups are Cowboys at the Rams, Eagles at the Saints. Where are you putting your money? <sighs> Something really, tells me the Cowboys, the Cowboys are going to win this game. Yeah. So I think the Cowboys might beat the Rams, and I don't know why, but I just defense. I can just see Goff throwing four picks. I don't. I think that's a bit harsh on Goff. I but just. It's not. I, him, I think that the Rams might have done what they did last year and just peaked a bit too early. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think they might be Shot playing slightly and from done. behind, and they might just throw into the arms of this good defense. I, I really want to pick the Rams because I want to see a Rams Saints championship game. That's what I want, but I'm going to pick the Cowboys to beat the Rams. I'm going to go against the majority. I'm going for the Rams. You've got a rested Rams team. Aaron Donald against against that O-line. I can see him ripping them apart. I'm going Rams, but I'm not convinced. Is I, oh, well, I'm not going to lock this pick. I may no. well change my mind. It's... Oh, I'm going. Once I'm, it's on the podcast, it's locked. I'm no, I changed my mind for the Pickhams. I put the Chargers down to win. I'm, I'm going. I'm going for the Rams, and I reckon it's not going to be by a lot, but I reckon it's it's Rams by three or seven. I'm gonna go Rams, just because the Cowboys' defense is great, but it's still Jason Garrett, and uh, I think that I think they'll uh, go no more, no further. Is anyone taking the Eagles to beat the Saints? Or is this going to be the shortest discussion going? I'm going to say it's, gonna, it's not going to be uh, a thrashing here, but I think the Saints win. Saints I, walk I think over. the Saints win. Yeah, I'm going walk over for the Saints. Do you know what? I, this is a go on, do it, do it. I'm going to, I'm going to say the Eagles. Kyle, if this ends up being an Eagles Cowboys championship <laughs> game, like I'm just going to stop supporting the NFC. I think I'm just going to. Just give up. That's just that'll make me. I'll just cry. I think is that that would annoy me that much. That'd be awful. That'd just be such a bad spectacle for for the game. Which of these teams do we think is the most complete remaining team? Oh, the Saints. Saints. Same. By a mile. Same. By an absolute mile. I would agree. I'd say very close to that mile marker is the Rams. Mm, I don't. I don't if know if the it Saints is. had had Des Bryant. Oh Jesus! The, the Saints would have won the Super Bowl now. 
<laughs> weeks before it happened, just like just waved. Yeah, they probably would have just done. rode off, you know, with with the trophy. Yeah, uh, Saints are well ahead. They've got Ingram balance and Kamara. <laughs> you know, you look at all these top running yeah. backs. Hey, but you think about it. The Eagles have got Josh Adams and Smallwood <laughs> no, and no. Darren Sproles <laughs> and Clement. Well, the, the Rams do have Gurley. And Super Bowl winning thousand yard rush at CJ Anderson. I tell you what, people take the piss, but CJ Anderson's looked really decent. He has actually quite good, yeah. Actually, that, and that's something the Cowboys Rams. It's to me, it's the two best running backs in the league. It's Zeke and versus CJ Anderson, yeah. Zeke and Gurley. <laughs> Zeke versus CJ Anderson. Okay, the top three running backs in the league contest. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that'd be. I think that'd be uh, be interesting. Okay, now we have to uh, run through the end of season power rankings. Don't have to if you don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I want to now take us through the end of season power rankings uh, as we never got around to it last week. I thought it was quite a bit to discuss. Uh, so I've got them collated here in front of me. Uh, so we've got, well, most of them because Jim never sent his in. Boom. Amazing. No, he did send them in. He had the Cardinals at number one, didn't he? He did have Cardinals one. He had the Saints at fifteen. It's it, it was weird. So I, I just had, I just ignored it. Um, no, uh, no surprise. As once again, Saints are way out in front. Um, but we have had some quite significant drops here. Anyone want to? Uh, you said significant, so I'm going to say the Steelers. It was the Steelers. Yeah, they've gone uh, dropped nine places from uh, week twelve, which is probably not a surprise because uh, I mean they were they were seventh, and they are now yeah in sixteenth. Uh, I think due to various factors going on in Pittsburgh at the moment, um, and. Uh, I don't, has there been a much development in the Antonio Brown trade uh, rumours? I've not seen too much. I think they are listening to trade offers, aren't they? Or yeah. They're open to listening to trade offers. And I think I'd put the Steelers down at something like the 23. He, you I, were the lowest by quite, quite a while away. Uh, Twenty. They, they, it ranges from 11th place uh, to 23rd. Of course, you know, we have to remember this, this is a week out of date. Yeah. Because... You but, know. but it's very much, you know, for me it was, you know, Big Ben's at the end of his career. Antonio Brown wants to leave. Bell wants wants to leave. Um, you know, they give away a lot of penalties. They're just, they seem like a, like they're just in a bit of disarray. And I just felt like them and the Packers are in a similar situation. So I just stuck them next to each other at 22 and 23, I think. So Yeah. The Steelers are a team that you can prove anything with facts. So Big Ben was leading the league in passing yards. James Conner scored more rushing touchdowns than Bell ever had. And Brown was the leading touchdown receiver. And they didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. It's it's the the dif- the difficulty with stats. It it just it doesn't prove really uh, performance does it in a lot of ways. Um I take it number 32 all round was the Cardinals. Uh there was a draw at thirty-one and a half for the Cardinals and the Raiders. Can you we went for the Raiders. I did, but can we just put them at both at thirty-three? I, I uh, they they barely both uh, register for me. So uh, yeah, the they've been Raiders have been bottom all year. 
uh, Cardinals have just slightly dropped. And, <laughs> and then the biggest drop from the start to the end of the year must have been the Jags. Yep. Uh, Jags started the season all right, actually. Um, what was their week four ranking? Uh, they were fourth. And what's their final ranking? They are... 27th? 27th. Oh, not 23 bad, yes. places. Wow. wow. And and Doug Marone still got a job? And yeah. that's he fired happened. everybody else. <laughs> it wasn't my fault. Yeah. It was them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, other than that... A bad workman blames his tools. <laughs> no, uh, a bad, bad workman blames Blake Bortles. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Because he's gone as well. And you notice they're dropping the power rankings coincided with dropping Bortles. Oh, is that what it is? Yay. Oh, that's, I think that's harsh. <laughs> uh, most improved since uh, week four? Colts. Browns. Texans. Other team. Your mum. It's the Colts. Hey. They have got improved 16 places uh, just behind them. Texans? Texans? Texans, 15 places. How, how far did the Browns move up? 10. Okay. They finished in 16th, so... Uh, They'd have taken that at the start of the year. That I do know. And I think, you know, it's one of those things... You expect I think if the rise. season was four weeks longer, I think they'd have just... I, I think next year you expect the Browns to float even higher, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, depending on what happens with the Ravens. As well, what, but they could very easily get flushed away. What happens with the, uh, with the head coach situation? They could, you know... As long as it's not Hugh Jackson, they're not going backwards. We'll see. Um, I think there's leaders on that Browns team now that will drive yeah, that franchise forward. I agree. It's confidence. That team has confidence into going into next year. I think, yeah. Well, this the, the quarterback position. I, 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 I love Baker. He's a, he's a proper street football player. Um, you know what I mean? Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, you know, like you know, like when you look, look at like Alexis Sanchez and certain football players, Wayne Rooney, Wayne Rooney, that you know, the players that you think, oh, they, you know, they wankers, look, they look like they could play street football, you know, right? They're really good, but they're a bit of a knob. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's where you're going. Yeah. All right, okay. I'm but I, I like, you know, makes him uh, gives him a John Long's a bit of a knob. He does. He can't can't get Just away a from a bit of a knob. Just a bit. Um, Just the tip. <laughs> But yeah, that's um, that's oh, and the Bengals. Bengals also they've fallen eighteen places since week four. Yeah, they had a lot of catastrophic injuries, didn't they? I for AJ it, Green. Dalton. Yeah, they had, they had no chance really. Yeah, and they signed Hugh Jackson. Oh, and Seattle improved. They went, went up thirteen places. Since yeah, uh, like we touched on last week, we didn't. None of us thought they were going to have that good yep. a season, and they no, they no. did really well. Th- what as well? It's a young team. I think next year. It's, uh, they, they won't have hopefully won't have the baddest start tough the NFC West next year yeah that's going to be a tough division do you like the fact they're a young team John I I do I think with Pete Cowell I think uh, that's the the coach you'd want in, with a young so team young Cox is what you like no he's the tight end of the Colts <laughs> <laughs> thumbs out winning uh, anyway it's uh, time now for our playoff quiz Part one. So uh, over to Griff, who's going to be keeping score for the next few weeks as we build towards the Super Bowl. So feel free to play along uh, at home. Uh, if you're play- listening in the car, get your pen and paper out. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, there's no prize if you do, but there might be a prize in the doghouse here uh, for the champion. And uh, it's not a Patriots to two on the Gooch. Uh, so that's a relief. 
the the tattooists of the <laughs> Lancashire area. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, have, you, have you all got a pen? I have a pen. Yeah, yes, everybody's pen. penned up. Right. There are ten questions. Fucking hell. And then, and then you're marking each other, so I don't want no cheating. Nice, clear answers, please. <coughs> oh, uh, okay. I haven't handwritten anything since like 2003. <laughs> Question one. Yep. Just require the number. How many wild card teams have won the Super Bowl? Since when? Since the wild card was installed. Okay. I get you. How many wild card teams have won the Super Bowl? Is there is there a, is there a you know a, can we go a few other side or do I have to be precise? No, for that one you've got to be on the nose. Okay. Have you all got an answer? Yep. Yeah. Question two: Can you name all six NFC playoff contenders from last season? There is a point for each. Oh wow! Are you going to keep talking whilst we write this I down? I will. Ca- I will carry on through the rest, and I will recap that one at the end. <coughs> uh, yeah, I mean. I'm not sure. It's safe to say they didn't all make it this season. So you want to think outside of this season's box. But there were no uh, startling contenders last year. So you should be able to remember all six. NFC. NFC. NFC, cool. I thought it was an easier one than, than the AFC. So write that question down so we can move on and you can come back to it if you need to. <coughs> question three. Which team's final day regular season victory last season ended the Bills' playoff drought? Easy. It should be. I think it was quite momentous. Gary looks like he's a—he's definitely not remembered that. He's cheating. He's cheating. He's cheating, miss. He's cheating. All over it. Okay, yeah. question four. Marcus Williams missed tackle on which Vikings player last season gave the Vikes a win over the Saints with the final play of the divisional round? It, yes. You're flying through this this evening, John. Yeah. I am. Everybody got an answer for that one? Yeah. Okay. This one's a nice easy one for you. Point for everybody for this one. Or I'll be very disappointed. Which running back has been on the winning team in each of the last two Super Bowls? Point for everybody, that one, I think. It doesn't have to be spelt right, does it? No, no, no. As long as whoever's marking yours is happy with the spelling, that's fine. Right. Which team holds the playoff record for the most consecutive wins and how many wins are in the streak? Say that again, I wasn't listening. Which... Playoff, which team holds the playoff record for the most consecutive wins in the playoffs? And what is the streak? How many? Uh, there is a point for each. So one for the team, one for the number. This is in the history of the game. Yeah. So it might not be a recent streak. It might be back it might in the day. Be, it might be way, way back in the 70s. <clears throat> that's, a, that's a clue, isn't it? I'm on to you, mate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you indeed? I'm not. I'm, no, I'm, well, let's see. But yeah. Okay, next question. Which team holds the record for the most consecutive Super Bowl appearances? It should be a point for everybody. Most consecutive Super Bowl appearances. I'm confident that John will know. I don't think I do. I reckon no. I know it. Um, yeah, I think everybody should know it. But people at home, both of them listening, they'll be confident. Duncan will be screaming. He'll know this one. It's not the Packers. Just I haven't put the backers. No, just throwing that one out, yeah. Okay, next question. In the 2016-17 wildcard round, 
which Raiders quarterback became the first to debut for a team in the playoffs? First quarterback ever for any team to make his debut in the playoffs. And they were awful and we laughed at Perry for a week. We did. We went around his house to watch that because he was so confident of beating, I think, the Texans, wasn't it? (laughs) I can't remember what his name was. Well, I'm not even sure he's still in the league, which is how good he was. I know. Sir, sir, I think Paul's cheating. (laughs) (laughs) Are you looking stuff up, Paul? No, no, on the back of your fag packet. I've got the answers written down. Unless smoke harming my children, family and friends is the answer to one of the questions, I'm boned. <laughs> What's the biggest killer of... T- <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Complete the following sequence. Broncos, Broncos, Patriots, Broncos, Patriots, Patriots. What is the seventh in that sequence so again Broncos Broncos Patriots Broncos Patriots Patriots what is the seventh in the sequence I don't know well you better make it up if you don't know and finally in which season did the Bears last make the playoffs I want the season. Don't give me a year. So it's the season, for instance, would be 1952-53. Okay. Not a year. Don't put 1953. I want the, the, the season classification. The Bears. The Bears. Oh, Tits McGee. Um, we have talked about it several times this season as they slowly turned yeah. into a contender. Uh, does anybody want a repeat? Can I get a rewind? Number two, please. So... All six NFC playoff contenders from last season. No, I'm done. Let's crack on. I'm done. Paul, are you happy with yours? I reckon I've got some that they ain't. Okay, gentlemen, if you would swap your answers, please, so that we can uh, get these marked and whiz through. Hand them over. Come on now. No cheating. No cheating. All right, you're marking each other's. Any contentious decisions will be overruled by me. <clears throat> Question one: How many wildcard teams have ever won the Super Bowl? Uh, what have we got? What numbers have we got on our sheets? Three, six, four. The answer was six. Who got that one right, Paul? Who are you marking? It was Gary. Uh, it was the Raiders in 1980, the Broncos in 1997, the Ravens in 2000, the Steelers in 05, the Giants in 07, and the Packers in 2010. That stat was floating around somewhere on TV yes, as we went into the playoff was, weekend. It was on TV the other day. Yep. Uh, okay, can you name all six NFC playoff contenders from last season? I will read them out, and then no, we'll... I've got you, one wrong. You can tell me which ones you've got. It was the Eagles, the Vikings, the Rams, the Saints, the Panthers, and the Falcons. Well done, John. Did anybody get all six? John. I did. Well done. I got five. And Paul? Three. Oh, what, what, who else did he put? We well, put Packers and Seahawks. Oh, you suck. Who did I get wrong? Uh, Seahawks. Seahawks, yeah. Ah, uh, okay. I forgot three came out of one division. Yeah, well, it, and it's rare. It's it doesn't rare. normally happen, does it? So, last season, which team's final day regular victory ended the Bills' playoff drought? The Bengals. The Bengals. Bengals. Everybody got that one, did they? Made Good. made money for a, a charity. Andy Dalton's charity. Yeah. yeah, all the Bills fans went and paid in. Marcus Williams missed tackle on Diggs. Which? It was Stefan Diggs. Did anybody not put Diggs? We all put Diggs. Do we all remember him being dived under <laughs> by, by the bad tackle? 
Uh, you should all have the next one. Which running back has been on the Blunt. winning team? LeGarrette Blunt. Last two Super Bowls, it was LeGarrette Blunt. Well done. Which team holds the playoff record for the most consecutive wins and how many wins are in the streak? I went Steelers. With? 14. No. I went the Patriots with 11. Mm, it was the Patriots. Do I get half a mark? You get one mark for Patriots. Excellent. Uh, any other takers? I had 49ers. No, it was the Patriots with 10. Oh, poor guy. Poor guy. 11. Yeah, he he's, gets one point. He gets one point. He's, one not point. Having, he's not having a point for 11. That's guesswork. Which team holds the record for the most consecutive Super Bowl appearances? Consecutive Super Bowl. Consecutive Super Bowl appearances. I, I reckon it's the Bills with four. It is the Bills with four. 1990 and to lost them all. And they lost all of them. Bills fans, if you're listening, stop being Bills fans. <laughs> <coughs> In the 2016-17 wildcard round, which Raiders quarterback became the first quarterback to debut for his team in the playoffs? Matt McGloin. Wrong. Oh. Is it Cook? It's Connor, Connor Cook. Cook. It is Connor Cook. Dang it. Well done, John. Oh, well done. Uh, did anybody put anything other than Connor Cook? You I put, put Matt McGloin. No, no, that's fine. Complete the following sequence. This is the one that I think might catch people out. Broncos, Broncos, Patriots. Broncos, Patriots, Patriots. What is the seventh? Chiefs. Because? Number one seed in the AFC. Gary Brown on the nose. Anybody else get that? No. I knew it was AFC. That was perfectly worded. That's exactly what I've got down here. Well done. Uh, you Are we going on consecutive Super Bowl wins? No, they were the number one seeds over the last seven years. Uh, and finally, oh, by the way, that completely blew out your reason earlier for the Chiefs having a rest because you said that they that last season they, uh, they they played in the wildcard weekend and that made them knackered. And actually, they didn't. They were the number one seed last year. Yeah. But anyway, whatever. In which season did the Bears last make the playoffs? 2003-04? No. 2010-11? Yes. 2010-11. Anybody else get that? No. no. Just, Just Paul. So, if you could top up your marks uh, and then hand your papers back and we'll see who's got what. Uh, and next week, there will be a similar number of questions and answers available. How many marks were there in total? Well, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't add all that up. Fifteen, I suppose. No, more than that. More than that, I think. Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll see who's got what. I don't know whose papers you all had. So, uh, oh, it's close. close. It is. Yeah. It's a sequence. It is a sequence. We've got nine, ten, and eleven. Only I don't know whose is whose because I'm on ten. <coughs> I'm on nine. And John's on. I'm 11. on eleven. Yeah, I, I think the Connor Cook. You, you Con- Connor Cook and, and knowing the extra. Um, yeah, the extra team, the Yeah, he did very well. Well, well done, everyone. I just thought I'd throw that into well, basically as a time filler, but also to see if you've been paying attention to the playoffs in the last few years. Oh, John, would you like your script back? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was good. And uh, uh, so I don't know how it's. So how, how the scores are gonna? Do I get a point? No, no. You, you get to keep your eleven. Oh, and so we'll just keep building. Yeah. Oh, so that's just number so one. When, when Jim's back, he's on zero. So that's well, right. Yes. Fuck you, Jim. <laughs> 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 the thing is, you'll still win. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's he like hasn't got a life. No. 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 He would have got most of them. I reckon. Too many kids. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, really but encouraging yeah. to come back next week, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let us know if you if you did better than us because. You probably did. Um, but uh, Tam has come to uh, take a knee and await the results of uh, this week's playoffs games. Uh, I suppose we will see if it really is Bill Belichick's world. After all, from us, it's uh, good night and uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs>